Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. It's great to see that video. I know. I got shivers. I got shivers. It's been two weeks since I watched it because we had to. We took it off last week. We'll see how it holds up this week. Yeah. Well, if the uh, cricket team comes out again, hey, we're praying for you guys. <laughs> hey, today, before anybody hops off here, we want you to know we've got earthquakes, we've got storms, we've got. Crazy things going on in the area of rumors of wars that I was looking at this morning. And Chinese Communist Party, tons of videos coming out about that. And we've got some good news for you today and the things that make you go. <laughs> now I'm talking about Jesus. We're going to talk about that and the things that make you go. Hmm. So, GJ, been a week, man. A lot has happened in this, la- in this last week. Yeah, well, I, I've just been waiting for that video. That's all I've done. That's the only thing I know about for this show and over the last week. That's all you're worried about? I'm not worried about it. That was the only thing I was concerned about. I was like, hey, how's our video? How's our video? Is it ever coming back? Oh, my goodness. So how are you? Because you're usually asking how I am. So how are you now that you are a completed law school? I mean, JD is what I got. The diploma hasn't come in the mail yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. So all right, let's move on because I thought I was, thought you were the doctor of what is it? Juris the Juris Doctorate, yes. Doctorate. Juris Doctorate. So you have a JD. Does that outdo a PhD? No, absolutely not. I mean, they're way different. You can't compare. But I I will say this is it doesn't it definitely doesn't outdo an MD, which is what my wife is, and a DDS. She's got to overachieve. She, you know what? If you say I'm I'm big leaguing you, she's constantly big leaguing me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You could have MD, PhD, JD. BS, BA, any of those, and she will still big league you because she is WIFE. Wife. <laughs> I love it. You didn't mention the the you didn't mention the BS degree. I did. I said BS. I thought you said just BA. No, BA, I said BS than BA. By oh. the way, I, I I'm a BA. You're a BA? Master of Arts. BA Baracus. Oh, there's also AA. Associate of Art. I have AA, BA, XYZ, and a school of hard knocks. ABC, it's easy as one, two, three. Hey, we do have a lot to share today. Oh, Raymi, ABC, easy as one, two, three. We promise we won't do that the entire show. <laughs> no, I can't promise you that. I can definitely not promise you that. That was, that was going out to the, <laughs> the cricket team. Come on, cricket team. We love you. Thank you for releasing our stuff. I really appreciate that because I did not want to have to come at you after I passed the bar with my legal prowess. Whoa. 
which whoa, whoa, whoa. will happen. I'm just going to say, I'm not, not a threat. It's a promise. So, hey, we got our first thing we got to talk about, GJ. And I have to say, with all the craziness going on this last week, this, I think, got missed in the news. I think a lot got miss, missed in the news. A lot got missed in the news. We're going to talk about it today. So, magnitude 7.6 earthquake strikes the coast of the, of the Indonesian islands. It was 87, 87 miles down, I think they said. I mean, it's pretty deep in the earth, although that's not really deep when you consider the fact that the earth is how many thousands of miles wide in diameter. But it's a massive earthquake. 7.6 is not a small earthquake. And that actually just happened in the last couple of days. Actually, I think in the last 24 hours. With all the stuff going on in this country of the United States, we do not want to forget to talk about our brothers and sisters over in Indonesia. So praying for you guys. I, they had a tsunami warning. Nothing happened. Praise God for that. So they are saved, at least from that. But various earthquakes in various places, GJ. That's what Jesus said. 7.6. Wow. As Nanny Reynolds has shared with us, the number of 6.0 and higher continues to increase. You know, we should give Mama Reynolds the distinct pleasure and request of figuring out our end of year 2022 earthquake count. I would love to have that earthquake count. And she, uh, she's the master at investigation. <laughs> yeah. She is. Well, and she has a new Apple Watch, so maybe she can do something on her watch. Hey, and she's got a new album coming out. <laughs> Few people know that Mama Reynolds is an amazing singer. I'm just saying. She is. She is. <laughs> She she is her and my sister, and I didn't even know that. I can barely carry a tone a tune. My dad had no; he was the guy that would love singing, and was never on tune. But nobody else would love his singing. <laughs> no, but he 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 sang like nobody's watching. That's awesome. That's the way you should sing, whether you sing or not, whether you're good or not. Make a joyful noise. I'm sure. That's I don't know if it was joyful, but he he was singing. <laughs> Mom, mom's voice is definitely joyful as well as my sister's yeah well i can't wait to hear them sing in heaven one day but i'd love to hear them singing on earth i'd love to meet them in person i would i would love to do that you asked me about right before we went on you asked me about these storms that are happening here in california and i was like nope gotta wait for the show yeah he told me shut up shut up gj i'm gonna talk about it in front of everybody else everybody's missing it i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Whoa. So they called it a parade of storms, and it really has been a parade of storms. There have been four massive storms that have already rolled through here. We're expecting another one middle of this week. So I'm just going to read this title for you, for those of you who are listening. It is almost the middle of the week. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wednesday, Thursday is when we're actually expecting it. Those of you who are watching this on Saturday, it already happened. So keep us, keep us in prayer for the aftermath. But I'm going to show a couple of videos of what's going on, too, in this area. But I will say this, that there have been massive flooding already. The snow that is dropping in the Sierra foothills, not Sierra foothills, but the Sierra mountains, it's unbelievable. They've canceled school, I think, for the week. They're just getting slammed up there. And the amount of rainfall that has happened in the Sacramento Valley is causing uh, massive flash floods and rapid river rises. I showed last week how it impacted a certain area of south of Sacramento. The areas that have burned over the last couple of years, 
they're really concerned about the fact that there'll be mudslides in those areas. So there's a lot still happening over here. I'm just going to show you this little video right here. So I want to point out, just for those of you who are not, that are not watching, this is Capitola, which is in Santa Cruz area. Uh, it's a really quaint, nice little town. This area right here where you see the water is actually where you can see the tables, which is actually where people would sit outside and enjoy a nice breakfast. That's a cafe right there. Tiny and I have been to that cafe many times. Love this little area, this little quaint town. But I mean, this this is the kind of effect that storm surge had. The strong weather system triggered high tides and giant waves along the coast of Santa And normally that's about 15 feet in the air. So you can see how high those waves are. And that is the actual town. We've eaten at that restaurant right there. We've <laughs> we've been we've been all over Capitola and pretty massive what's happening over there. So let me mute this guy. So let me fast forward a little bit. You can see just how it has kind of crushed some of that that decking of the pier. So this is some of the effect that's happening. This is not all of it, but it's it's pretty bad what's going on out here in California. We're getting dumped on. But I think we reported on this several months ago, GJ, where we said that there was a report out that said there was going to be about 100 inches of rain coming this year. I don't know where we are in the process, but I do know it's causing millions of dollars worth of damage already. And this is just one town. I could show you many different, many more. I don't know the name of the river, but the one that goes by Sacramento, which I don't know how close you are to that river, but I know that was over, that was flooding. So like where you're at, how much are you seeing where you're at? Mm. That's the Sacramento River and the American River. And they both converge. And then there's also another river that's further up that is actually 15 minutes away from us that I think I sent you a text video of it, but it's, it's called the confluence, the Auburn confluence, which is only 15 minutes away. That entire area, which I've never seen have that much water, is just raging with water right now. And you can't even see the banks of that river anymore. They've just overtaken wow. the area. And Capitol is about, th about two and a half, three hours away. The Elk Grove thing that we showed, just south of Elk Grove, that we showed last week is only about 45 minutes away. Our backyard actually is a swamp. The smaller, where, where it dips down, we have a runoff that comes off, completely swamped out. Tiny and I have woken up now almost every single night, right around three or four o'clock in the morning. Last night was just the same. We woke up to the thunder, the lightning. We saw a flash of lightning happen right in our backyard. Thankfully, nothing that I've seen has actually fallen. Uh, and then the thunder just happened immediately. You know how you like count the seconds between the lightning and the thunder? Lightning, and then boom, the thunder happened immediately. It's uh, pretty wild. And those of you that are in the East Coast that are used to these kinds of storms, I actually love thunderstorms. I love the power of them. I don't like the destruction of them, but I love the power of them because it reminds me of the fact that we serve a big God that created a massive amount of power in our planet. And he's the one that created it, spoke it to existence. So it's a reminder to me about how big God is and about how much I need to trust him. So anyway, I could probably share more about that. But yeah, there, there's a lot still happening over here with these storms. So the only thing I'll add is you need to drain the swamp. We need to drain the swamp, literally and figuratively. Yeah. That's all so, I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, I noticed in our in our end times chat on Telegram, which by the way, you can find us on Telegram. Well, shoot, you can find us everywhere. 
I mean, as a matter of fact, let's put this up where you can find us. You can find us on Liftable, YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, Telegram, Truth Channel. You can find us on Twitter now, too. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, which I need to update because we're about a few weeks behind. Well, and Spotify because uh, we were having a challenge connectivity. So Yeah, we're still working on that. But we are on there. You can hear a lot of all of our past episodes. And we definitely have some amazing sponsors that have been a part of us. As a matter of fact, I wore the sweatshirt for targetonmyback.org to my men's group the other night. And some and one of the guys is there. He's a He loves to support cops and uh, first responders. He's like, I love your sweatshirt. I love, your, I love that sweatshirt. He goes, where'd you get that from? I said, I got it from targetonmyback.org. But you also have Faithfully Fit and Free there. So we should... Uh, Tell us what they do and then a little bit about OneShare. We can't pull them up because last time we got dinged for Facebook for actually showing the websites, I think. Well, Faithfully Fit and Free is all about, you know, elevating your health, you know, healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit. The body's not healthy. The mind and the spirit aren't as healthy. We can try to say we, we are, but not. <laughs> and then OneShare is a health sharing company, so it's a great in some cases, it's better than typical insurance. In some cases, if you don't have insurance, it's a great resource. And uh, one share, they're awesome people. They'll take care of you. Just go click on the link, and they'll take it from there. Yeah. Well, moving on to wars and rumors of wars. I didn't know there. Were, I didn't know there was any wars or rumors of war. I mean, this is like the first time I've ever heard of this, dude. I know. It's. I don't know why I'm even talking about it. Well, because Jesus said it. Jesus said there'll be wars and rumors of wars in the end times. We could talk about Russia and Ukraine, and we talk about China all the time and Taiwan. But when I saw these two stories, I thought, holy cow, this actually, there's one story. Well, both of them actually lead into leading up to the tribulation, which we've got quite a bit to share today in that area. But Israel is looking at this whole Russian-Iranian alliance, and there's some speculation. And this is Israel 365 News. Love that news source. By the way, if you ever get a chance, check them out. They don't know anything about us, but maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they you're, do. Fa you're famous. You're, you're a JD. You are a famous JD now. Well, you're a GJ. I'm just, I'm just riding on your coattails, bro. <laughs> Stop. So this, uh, you can actually go to this link on Israel, Israel 365 News and look it up and read more about it. A guy named Ben Cohen wrote it. It's an opinion article, but. I love the fact that he is bringing this up because we do know that the northern armies at one point will come down and try to attack Israel. And there's even another scripture that says that there are ships from the west that actually come and scare them back north again. But then and during the Armageddon times, these armies will converge on Israel to try to take them over. But we all know who wins that one. It's not pretty for those that lose. I'm just going to say it that way. But Iran and Russia, we already know that they've been in a lot of conversations, but now there's more talk about how concerned they are. I just love the fact that this guy from Iran has a picture of himself up on the wall. I mean, I mean, I think that is just hilarious. Hold on, let me look at my photo. Oh <laughs> I don't yeah. have one up. I don't have one up. <laughs> and it's the, it's almost the exact profile that we show. Oh, oh, like, oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, mine's of you. Oh, what? Yeah. Come on. It's on my dartboard. It's almost like this, this leader from Iran is like, you're going to get me from my good side. Only my good side. You can only shoot me from my good side. And Putin's <laughs> over there going, Putin's over there going, 
Yeah. Really? And he and he's like got his hand and he's like, Come on, really? My my good side. <laughs> anyway, we're making fun of world leaders now. So we have also this one right here that I saw this morning when I woke up. I thought, oh, I gotta talk about this because I've shown the map of that area of the world. We obviously know that Russia is directly north of Israel. Then Ukraine is directly north of Israel. There's also Turkey and Syria. So the leaders of Turkey and Syria are now having discussions about meeting up for peace. Now, there's been some really crazy things that have happened between Turkey and Syria. Some pretty major wars and battles have happened between the two of them. We also know that Russia has supported some of what Syria has done, and they've brought weapons in in the past. So this is all stuff you can find out and just do your research. But keep in mind, when these countries start to talk about peace and unite, to me, they're signposts about the coming of the end times. So there you have it. That's the two things I have. Do you have anything? I didn't see anything on the post that you, that for end times chat of Wars Rumors Awards from you this week. I was shocked. This, I'm going to say this. I know you've never heard this. I got nothing. <laughs> I do know that's not true because you do have some things coming up. And the first one is. I got nothing. The first one is this one right here, which I had to do a little digging on because, you know, you always have to double check to make sure what was actually reported. But you posted this one. And do you remember posting this one? Yeah, I actually posted that this morning. And I did, I did read the article. I did watch the video. Again, you know, what's real, what's not real. You always have to, you know, there's definitely a level of discernment that has to take place. And one of the ways to elevate your discernment is being in the word, which is the Bible praying, which there was a lot of praying going on this past week. If you're, if you're on social, Praying for someone, which we talked about last week. But anyway, moving forward on this article. Yeah, so it's been shared thousands of times on all different kinds of platforms. And the way it's being phrased is, is that Oxfordshire County Council is controlling the movements of their citizens and that it's the end times. And it's just, they're locking them in. They won't let them travel. And so that's kind of where it went. Which, you know, like the telephone game, when you have a, something go out in the news story, some people like to run with it. But we want to make sure we bring to you as close to what the truth is as possible. So when I was doing a little digging into this, and I, here's what I really like. I like the fact that somebody took it that, to that level, interpreting what's going on in the end times, which I don't mind because we do that all the time. But then when the truth comes out, it's really not that far off from what they're saying. Because... What actually happened was that somebody from the Oxfordshire County Council was interviewed by somebody from Reuters. And I'm not a big fan of Reuters, but they said that, oh, yeah, there are six traffic filters. And the reason why they're doing this is because they want to tackle traffic congestion and reduce pollution. Right. That's what they're trying to do by controlling the what cars are going in and out. So this is how they're going to do it. Between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., private cars will need a permit to get through certain parts of the city and the county. Drivers using the filters who do not have a permit or are not exempt will face a penalty charge of 35 pounds, which will increase to 70 pounds if not paid within two weeks. So the spokesperson for the county council of Oxfordshire said everywhere in the city will still be accessible by car. Although some private car drivers may need to use a different route during the operating hours of the traffic filters. Here's what I gather from this. You need to get a permit as a private citizen 
be able to use your car and travel from place to place. And then that permit usually has along with it a reason why you need to travel there. So I am going to say that this could be a precursor, right? GJ, what do you think about this? Well, several things. One is, I don't know what's happening right now specifically there, but this is supposed to go into effect in 2024. They're also saying that it is a, it's like a test area or test region or test city, you know, like a beta test. We know how that works. I mean, y'all are the masters in, in, in California of doing the, the beta test and then it becomes law. And the next thing you know, it starts to slowly come across or usually it'll go over to the East Coast and then it slowly comes to the, to the center of the country. So several things. One is in, in the video that I watched, they divided up in six segments. Well, that really caught my eye. And going back to discernment and wisdom, why six? Why not five? Why not four? You know? They can come up with all the justification, but the number six times two more, three, they start to use that as a mark of, mark of Satan, you know, 666. So to me, I, they didn't elaborate on that, but that was just what, there was a uh, trigger for me on my discernment. The other thing is, yeah, it's a tax, it's control, it's we know your movements. And they did say that you will be able to move, you know, from area to area. But there's going to be these checkpoints. And so obviously, if you're, if you're not in compliance, then they can stop you and who knows what they can do. And they didn't elaborate on that, but we know how this, this play runs. So the, why are we talking about this? What we're talking about is because we know in the end days or in the tribulation, so after Jesus comes and the, all the people are, are taken to heaven, which is called the rapture, it's going to be chaos. And so they, they've got to get control and it's going to be come across as safety. It's going to come across as good for the environment. I mean, all these great things, but really it's, it's a slow, slow movement of control, control, control. And you will not be able to go anywhere, say anything or do anything without them knowing cameras, satellites, checkpoints, people will be paid to be turning people in. And all these different things are happening. So why are we talking about it right now, which may be something down, you know, in the future is because we see where it's headed and it, it's another signpost. And even if this is false, it shows where people's perspective is. And I would say it's definitely not a false. No, it's, it's, it's real. It's, happening. it's just not a climate lockdown, which is what they're calling. A lot of people are calling it. They're like, they're not really locking anybody down necessarily, although I believe that's coming. And we're going to talk about China in a minute uh, with some of the stuff coming out of there. But it is definitely a controlled movement. I mean, yeah. you can't deny that. It is controlled movement. And whenever somebody has to, well, let's just put it to this way. In our country, this country, we have a fundamental right to travel from state to state. And no state can, is allowed by the federal government here to keep that from happening. So. I believe that there will be a massive outcry of people if this actually tried to happen here in one of our counties, our states. I think that it would be, no, you're not going to be able to keep me from driving through there because I have a right to travel there. Obviously, in other countries, they don't. But GJ, you also posted this one right here, which unfortunately... Oh my gosh. Thanks for... Can't open the page. There it is. That always happens with Western Oh, Germany. throw up the... No, I'm not subscribing. No, I'm not. I already subscribed. But... Go ahead. This is this was all yours. I thought this was pretty interesting. So here, here in the United States, we have the new Congress 
and and every year they swear them in, and so you have all the new congressmen, and one of the new ones, you know, and typically they put their hand on the Bible, and they raise the right hand, and they take the oath of office, and and then it ends is so help me God. That's how they end it, which they're still doing, by the way. You know, I'm surprised they haven't tried to take that out, but that still exists. And we have seen people where they'll put something between their hand, like a glove or something, and between that and the Bible, because they don't want to touch the Bible. They don't want to, they don't believe in the Bible or whatever. So we've seen that, you know, in recent times. Well, this, I'm just going to use the word joker. He didn't want to use the Bible. He was using a comic book. Things that make you go. Although I did put this one in leading up to the tribulation because of the fact that people will start to shun the Bible and become more and more prevalent. Yes. So, wow. I Unbelievable. So I'm going to say. Yeah. And in the chat, Eric, your buddy Eric, who loves you and never says nothing about me. I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) I feel shunned. I'm sure Eric loves you too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just kidding just kidding yeah he's talking about the communication and all is the bedrock of the beast control absolutely hands down well moving on i've got a couple of items to share from instagram and the first thing is this i'm, I'm just going to play this actually because i think that it needs to be heard and come from this is from the funny republican which is <laughs> a funny name for an instagram tag name But he posted this. This was something that somebody said on air somewhere. I don't know where. So just keep, keep, this is, why why don't I just shut up now and play it? How about that? Why don't you just play it? Why do you think they would make a company for 13-year-olds where uh, a photo disappears after 24 hours? Why do you think kids would want to use that? You know, I've been to Silicon Valley. I've met these, but they're, they're, they're buildings full of 300 people who are all employed to give children what they want not what they need. The, the base, base interest of children's wants. Because before you wanted to get to a kid, you had to appeal to their parents because their parents would turn the television off. So if you wanted to make a program for a kid, it had to appeal to their parents because their parents were in control of the media they consumed. The kids have direct access to it now, so it doesn't matter. And there's an entire dialogue happening between these tech companies and kids that parents are completely unaware of. What do you think? Yeah. Any thoughts there, GJ? Yeah, that was a very good one. Good find. And... Several things. One is, you know, going back to when I was a kid. Yeah. And then even the phone, if the phone rang, a lot of times the parents answered. It wasn't the kid. So uh, there was all these buffer zones of the parent. Well, then, you know, television, they started creating content for kids and, you know, bit by bit. So this has been a slow evolution. And now there's things that, you know, the parent is completely oblivious. And one of the things, kids are so tech savvy at such an early age. A lot of times, by the time they're 10 years old, they know more about tech than, than any parent. One of my uh, friend's son, he literally got in and started using and buying games and stuff using the credit card that was on file or of the parent. And they were like, oh my gosh, they, they didn't know anything about it till they got, got the, uh, the bill. <laughs> so they're, they're bypassing the children. And Satan wants to take out the children. And I mean, we could go a whole, a whole show just on that topic. So it's pretty scary that watching that video was very sobering as well. Watching and I'm just like, it really puts a few things in perspective, even though I'm aware of a lot of that. 
Yeah. And there are new apps coming out every single day. Well, maybe not every single day, but very often they'll bring out a new app for that's targeted towards kids. And I'm just going to tell you right now, you need parents. I'm, this is a public service announcement. You must know what apps your kids are using. You must know. You have every right to know and you should know because there are some things that are happening on these apps and that you probably would not allow into your home, let alone through a device that your child is using. I know that for Journey, our granddaughter, who's five and a half, we will sometimes hear, and we had we had monitored it and saw and put it on, but then we heard something that was like, no, that is against our values. Not just against our values, it's against the Bible. And we do not want her watching that. So we will always tell her and explain it to her. No, I'm sorry, sweetheart, you can't watch that. Why? Well, let me tell you why. I mean, I don't think it's just right to say no, because the Bible says so. I think you need to explain to your kids, in my opinion, why you're asking them to do it. And the reason why I say that, GJ, is because when I was growing up, I was always told, why do we do this? Why, do we, why can't we do that? Well, the Bible says it. And I'd be like, really? Show me where. <laughs> so I think it's very important. Also, this right here, Tanya sent this a video to me. She's catching up on all the stuff that's going on out of China and all the stuff that's happened around the world. It's been really great, some of the conversations that Ty and I have been able to have recently. But I'm going to go ahead and play this video. Because she's the boss of you. Just she's wanted, the boss. Just wanted to throw that out there. She's got the, uh, the WIFE degree. All right, here we go. Can't really hear that, but it's a Chinese Communist Party drones spray unidentified disinfected chemicals onto cities. So these drones are being sent out by the Communist Party of China and they're spraying these chemicals. So, and they're, then they have fans kind of blowing, blowing it around to make sure it's dissipated to as many places as possible. So, GJ, your response to this one, because I know we've talked a lot about what's going on in China, but I think this is a new one for me. I hadn't seen this before. No, that was a, that was a good find. Thanks, Tanya, for sharing it. Couple things. One is that first, I was like, "Are these like UFOs?" You know, and that's how it was going to be portrayed because they want to bring out when everybody goes with Jesus to heaven in the rapture, they want to justify where did the people go, and it's going. To, one of the big things is going to be alien abduction, and there's more and more films coming out about it. I mean, I went to, and we'll, I won't cover this right now because I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. But that's that's elevating. And then when I started seeing, okay, again, controlling the people, and then if they get out of line, they're going to do certain things. And then in this case, they're saying, we're spraying for health reasons. Why do you need to do that? They're literally trying to kill the people is really what they're doing, whether it's immediately or slow death. That's what's happening. And there's a big agenda to depopulate the world. And we've talked about that. You know, we've skirted around that issue. But there's several you know, entities around the world, starting with the WEF, and they've openly come out to depopulate the world because they think there's so many. And then, obviously, if there's fewer people, there's fewer people to control. Absolutely. Okay, there's two more things that I want to share here in the leading up to the tribulation. And this is one of the ones that um, I can't, I'm not sure if you found this, GJ, or if, or if I found it, or if Tanya found it. I, I really honestly it was G.J. Reynolds. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, hey, awesome. Then lead it. Cue us up, man. Cue us up. Yeah, Eric. Eric, uh, give me some props. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cue this video, man. No, you cue the video. So before you cue the video, so one of the things is by 
we've shown video and green screen and technology, AI technology that is so real that you can't tell the difference between what's real or like that commercial way back when. Is it real or is it Memorex? A lot of people won't remember that. So is it real? And most people can't tell the difference. Approximately 25, 30 years ago, you know, the CIA started to develop masks so that they could go in and appear to be somebody else and to do whatever they needed to do. And so they, they actually started developing it and they actually progressed further than what Hollywood had done with their masks. So they actually got, you know, started getting Hollywood involved and they were amazed by how, how real it was. So they actually tested it. So a lady who worked for the CIA actually went into the Oval Office and posed as somebody else. And then, you know, she ends up taking off and nobody around, around her knew who, that it was fake. So the technology now, and that was 25 years ago. So now look at where we're at today is that one of the things I believe is going to happen on a higher scale, and you can play this video, is that there's going to be more and more things come out where it appears one thing, but it's really another. So what's really real and the level of deception? Yeah. And what really shocked me about what she said here was that this is from 1993 when they were doing this. And this woman that you just showed, not, not the apes, <laughs> but the woman that was just on the screen. And those of you who are listening, you don't see this, but this woman was worked for the CIA and she is retired from the CIA. And she said, the only reason why they're allowing us to show this is because they've already moved on to something else, which I believe is artificial intelligent technology. And you can actually have full commercials developed for you just by putting in information. And then they have this AI person that looks like they're real, you know, some attractive person, and then they'll talk about whatever it is you want them to talk about. And so they develop these almost instantaneously. So that raises the question of how can you tell, we're going to get into this in a minute, how can you tell whether something is real or not? And then what I think is interesting is that Tanya was on, you can see there's that mess that she's holding up, but Tanya was looking at some different videos of the current administration, the guy that runs that current administration, and seeing the difference between the earlobes and the nose and all the different things and different videos that have been taken recently over the last couple of years. I mean, I'm just putting it out there as a possibility. I don't want to get kicked off for saying something like that. So I'm just leave out to your imagination. Anyway, this stuff is happening right now. Right, GJ? Right now. Right now. Right now. By the way, this is not a mask. I know some people have said they wish this was a mask. They wish it was a mask. <laughs> Moving on. There is definitely one other video that I thought I had up, but it doesn't look like I Oh my gosh. I know. I'm looking for it right now. All right. You know what? I'll just, I'll just share it with you guys because I obviously don't have it up and I don't want to waste time doing it. So there is a, remember we talked about Whole Foods and I even showed it. Yes. Yeah. It, it's in the thread, by the way. It is in the thread. I know. It's I think just, we, It's just a link. Yeah, I can look for it a little bit later. Maybe we can show it next week. But we talked because we have to move on to the really good stuff. We talked. We talked about how you can wave your palm, and that your palm and all the the lines on it become your what recognizes you. And they, I, we said it was our right hand. And I mean, what if, what if they can do a forehead, and that kind of thing? And talking about the mark of the beast. But Whole Foods, there's one Whole Foods that somebody took some video of. They wouldn't even let them in unless they had a QR code to show. 
And so they've got these stalls up in the front before you enter. And there's one that says, hey, if you pay by cash, you go through this line. And then you still have to get a QR code when you go through. You have to see the cashier first before you can go and even go in a shop. And so this woman is in the video. We'll pop it up maybe next week. And she's saying, what do you mean? I can't come in and shop here. Like I have to have a QR code. I can't even get in. And uh, the guy was struggling to come up with words to explain why. So what did you think about that when you saw that, GJ? Because obviously there's some major stuff going on in that area of the woods. Well, several things. And by the way, it was on January 9th, and it was the second Instagram post right above the one about the Buffalo Bills. Several things. One is it's one thing to be able to get in, in there and then do certain things, but now you can't even get into the store unless you've done certain criteria, which you have to get your own QR code. And then when they, you scan it, it's tied back to you specifically. So again, it's another way of tracking. It goes back to, you know, communication and personal information. And, and as Eric, you know, said in the thread, it leads back to the mark of the beast. I mean, the beast control, everything you do, everything you shop, everything where you go, you will be tracked. And if you get out of line, they're going to come and get you. We know that. And then if you don't play the game, a lot of people, that's if you survive all the other seals that Dan's talked about over the last, you know, six weeks out of revelation, <laughs> if you survive all that, then they're going to come round you up. And one of the number one ways they're going to do, they're going to do public executions with a guillotine. And it's been proven that these, these governments have thousands and thousands of guillotines in storage. Why would you need that? Seriously. Absolutely. Well, here's the video for you guys. Okay, I didn't even hear the rest of that. <laughs> you really don't need to. I mean, what she's doing, she's giving a play by play by asking the questions, and they're giving the answers. What you need to do, and obviously, it's it's a new way of operation, and people are going to so they're prepared for that. And she was given the play by play. Again, it's things that are leading up to the tribulation. And we know we're going to see some of these things before Jesus returns. And just think about what we're seeing right now. I mean, there's the convergence that's elevating right now on everything. And every topic we talk about, there's more and more and more of it. On one hand, it's scary. On the other hand, it's very exhilarating because we know Jesus and God, God Almighty is in control. Yeah. So just a little bit more info about this before we move on. I want to share the good stuff from... Um, oh, now you got a big league, me. Thanks. No, Appreciate no, no. I hadn't even heard that part. <laughs> <laughs> that the whole idea here from Whole Foods, of course, it sounds very convenient, right? Is that you, you walk in, scan your QR code, which eventually will be something that is, you know, just wave your hand over. You look into this camera to show you that it's you. As you walk out, all your products that you just had were tagged and it automatically knows what you've got and it just bills you for it and takes it out of your, out of your account or your credit card. I mean, that, 
that's uh that's creepy. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Well, Sam's Club, which is you know owned by Walmart, it's a wholesale here in the United States. I don't know if they're outside of the United States. Anyway, you can literally open up an app. You got to put your information in your financial, and then you go and you scan the product as you go through, and then it gives the total. And then at the end, you hit pay, and it takes it right out of your credit card or debit card. And, you know, if you see a line or the cashiers, which they do still do have, you just walk on out and then they do the check and they'll just do a a check on certain products to make sure that it definitely came up that you actually paid for it. So that feature exists right now. And actually, you know, what's crazy is like, it's a convenience and we actually use that. So I'm all about using a convenience until a certain point. And that's when the chip goes in the back of the hand or or the uh, forehead. Yeah, I popped up Eric's little note that he left here, cashier, the beast. I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where we're headed, though. I mean, and not kind of where we're headed. That is where we're headed. That's promised in the scripture that this kind of level of control, financial control, religious control, and governmental control is going to happen in a one-world government. Let's get to some good stuff. Hallelujah. With all the, with all the craziness going on in the world, there are some people that are stepping up and becoming more bold, right? So GJ, walk us through this, the three things here. There's, there's this one with uh, ESPN analysts, and then there's uh, something with Buffalo Bills, and then a, for, a former NFL player. I'm going to pop them up for you one by one. So, so last, a week ago, Monday night, they had the Monday night football, American football. And, you know, at some point in the game, one of the players, he's a defensive back, safety, tackles the guy, normal play he 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 collapses shakes it off gets back up and then collapses again so he had a heart attack on the field so medical staff came out and revived him and they you know and i believe that saved his life because because it was on field trauma and a lot of times people don't get the 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 help soon enough so anyway he got that they take him to the hospital and and so of course they stopped the game and and then here in the United States, it's been pray for Damar, Damar Hamlin. And, and then through that prayer, and we talked a little bit about it last week, then the level of prayer, people are talking about prayer. And then I've actually seen shows where they're talking about prayer, and then they're like, okay, who are you praying to? And then people that don't believe in God are actually saying, yeah, pray, my thoughts and prayers are for you. Well, you know, are they really thoughts and prayers for you? Or, you know, and, and then if there are prayers, who are you praying to? So there's been a lot of sidelines to this. And what's crazy is that they've allowed certain people to come on, even on CNN. Uh, ben Watson was one. And, and of course, he's saying, hey, you know, there's an opportunity. God will use every opportunity. And now people are praying. People are, you know, thanking God and thanking Jesus. And the other thing that he pointed out is that you never know when you're going to go. You never know when your day is going to happen. He said, there's a day you're born. There's a day you, you die unless you end up going in the rapture. And I believe we're going in the rapture. But however, that could happen in an instant and we're gone. So, you know, and there's two options. You can go to heaven or you can go to hell. And there's only one way to heaven. So anyway, that was happening. And then on on ESPN, which is owned by Disney, which has become very, very, I won't say it. You can figure it out. But they have definitely changed the landscape. So anyway, one of the analysts, who is a former pro quarterback, 
came out and they were talking about exactly what I, I pretty much said without using Jesus and God. And then next thing you know, he said, you know what? I just feel like we need to pray right now. So there was two other, the main host and then another football player who played in the league. And so he stopped and he says, I'm going to bow my head and I'm going to pray out loud. So he literally prayed. He never used the word Jesus, but he did say God. And the whole time I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's doing that. Can't believe he's being bold enough to do that. Then the last part is he's probably going to lose his job because of the ties that ESPN and Disney have now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So far he still has his job. And the only reason I know that is because I saw him on a show and I saw him, uh, he actually was one of the analysts for a game uh, after that happened. So I'm like, there's been positive talk about that. So what I see is God is using something bad to turn it in good and open people's eyes. And the other thing is, DeMar is now back in Boston or uh, Buffalo. So he is making, I mean, he's now, I don't know if he's still in the hospital in, in Buffalo, but they've moved him to Buffalo. So, I mean, it, it's turning into a good, feel-good story. And the point is, you never know when it's your day. And you can think, I've got years, but, you know, there's people that are dying today that didn't think they were going to die today. Yeah, there's this other one, too. I'll just um, breeze through this one where this last Sunday, of course, the Bills played. They played on the field. And the quarterback, Josh Allen, actually on the sideline, says to teammates, hey, by the way, guys, God is real. So that was on a hot mic, and somebody picked it up and then ran with it. And thank God for Western Journal that likes to report some of this stuff because I'm not yeah. sure anywhere else. Yeah, he he also said it in the after the post game, you know, they have certain players and they interview and ask questions and he said it was the greatest play he's ever been a part of and it was the very first play of the game, he throws a pass and they score a touchdown. He, he said I could just feel the the spiritual, I don't know how you articulate it, but the spiritual part of it, he could just feel it. So anyway, yeah, that's the one I was saying Anderson Cooper where Ben Watson was talking about, and he formally says, Jesus. And what I was shocked by is they didn't cut him out. Yeah. They let him go with that. And even Anderson's response was not like, what are you talking about? Or that, you know, and, and let's move on. I mean, it was very somber. And I was like, there's a spiritual awakening happen. There's also the satanic awakening happen as well. Well, I just love the fact that there are people that are, what, just say, in the limelight, Consider celebrities, NFL players. Like you. <laughs> no, but there, uh, there's a lot of them coming out and saying and being bold enough to be able to share about the gospel or even share their thoughts about something happening on the field like that. So it's just uh, it's a good sign. We don't always want to just bring you the negative because we do believe that as we get closer to the end times, there's going to be a cry out to God, if you will, of repentance. And that is actually what I believe is the revival that's coming. Not necessarily people rolling in the aisles and and just and, and doing all these different things. Revival to me is repentance. It is a massive coming to Jesus or a coming back to Jesus and repenting. So that to me is what revival is. And I think that with all these people that are standing up and now speaking, it gives others the boldness to be able to stand up and do the same. So, man, GJ. We've been talking for a long time about, I mean, we've, we've mentioned it several times, but we've been talking a long time about how do you see beyond the false? First, first of all, how do you see the false? How do you see the deception? 
How do you recognize it? How do you recognize the fact that you are deceived or could be deceived? And then what do you do about it? So there's so many things. I even called, I think I called this broadcast today, See Beyond the False. And then I posted this picture of some binoculars that are looking into the world and looking beyond the world because we need to see beyond the world and see the spiritual, see Jesus for who he is so we can see the truth. That's the significance of that picture that we posted. But there are so many ways to be deceived in these most uncertain times. And there are not many people that want to admit that they've been duped. They just don't. As a matter of fact, Mark Twain said, it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled. I mean, have you ever tried? I've tried recently in the last couple of years to help someone uh, that I know to see that they have that may they may have been fooled. And I, I just remember, and not anybody in this household close to me, but I just remember they would look at me and say, ah, no, you're, that's just not, I'm just going to keep my head down and, and focus on what I'm focused on because, and I think that to some people, that's their way of coping with the fact that they've been fooled and they don't want to admit it. So GJ, what, how do we see beyond the false? What, what do we do? How, we're going to have this little conversation instead of a full message today, but how do we see beyond the false? What do we do to be able to, to not be deceived? How do we protect ourselves? How do we guard our heart? These are a lot of questions I think that people have out there. Well, they do. And I know I sent you some stuff the other day that was on my heart on wisdom and discernment. Those three ways to see it. And, you know, my wife and I were having a conversation last week and I made a, a comment. She goes, well, you don't know that. I says, I do know that. She goes, well, you don't have any substantial information on that. I said, you're right. I don't. I said, I know in my spirit, I know in my discernment. And sometimes, you know, and, and women are better at it than men. I know we've talked about that, that as well on the show is that when you have that gut feeling now, I know guys have it. But when there's that gut feeling and women, you know, are more in tune, uh, I think innately and guys are always out there trying to do stuff and the pride and, you know, we get, we get a little sidetracked when you get down to the purity, when there's that gut check, I call it the spirit check now. And with the spirit check, sometimes you may not have the facts you just know, and you don't have to have the facts. You don't have to have, you don't even really have to know just like, Hey, that's not really good for me. I don't need to know why. And the Holy Spirit is going to give you those little nudges. So number one is, is being in the Bible. I mean, reading the Bible has changed my life. And, you know, I've shared on this show as well. I was Bible illiterate most of my life. And I was like, this is a freak. This, this is like reading a freak type of language or whatever, something that's foreign. And uh, it just didn't make sense to me. And then I, I started to realize, hey, there's other versions. And then that started to make sense. And then I'd go back to, you know, like the King James Version and say, oh, well, that makes sense to me now. So I started cross-referencing or reading something that made sense to me, started to elevate my walk with Jesus. And it also get, started giving me a stronger sense of discernment and a stronger sense of wisdom. And all you have to do with wisdom is ask. <laughs> and and as, as Dan has already put up there. And if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. He wants us to have wisdom. He wants us to have that discernment. And, you know, in the Bible, Daniel's son, or uh, uh, David's son, Solomon, the one thing he prayed for was wisdom and discernment. And then he became the wealthiest person 
and the smartest person probably ever in the world. And and I'm like, okay, well, if you have the discernment, you have the wisdom, you can make the right choices. And making the right choices means you're going to do good things or you're going to avoid bad things to some degree. So anyway, number one is being in the Bible. Number two is praying. And some people say, well, pray first and go to the Bible second. That's cool. And in this Bible verse, for the Lord grants wisdom, for his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. That's Proverbs 2, 6 or 7. And that's the NLT version. So the NLT version I found is what I could understand. And now a cross-reference. So asking for wisdom, praying for wisdom, God will grant that to you. The one thing I see is that we get so caught up with all these different things. Like, I know I'm a sports buff, and I, I, I mean, I know sports trivia from, you know, when I was a, you know, a kid. It's like, why do I know that? Why do I, um, what does it matter? I, I used to joke, like, if I could take that and monetize that, I'd be a very wealthy man. <laughs> but a lot of it is just, what does it matter? And the whole scheme of things, now it's my, my focus is how do I help people think about Jesus, think about eternity, and get to thinking about how they're going to spend eternity. And as Dan covered last week, I mean, it really opened my eyes in some ways to a whole nother level, which means there's always a new level. And one of the levels was how awesome heaven is. So I've been starting to, you know, how is heaven going to be and what's it going to be like and what is our body going to be? At? And then it talks about heaven on earth. You know, so there's a thousand years and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to be better than the Garden of Eden on so many different levels. And I'm just like, wow. So it's hard to fathom until you've experienced in the spiritual world. If we start to think spiritually versus physically in the flesh, that also changes the dynamics. I'm going to stop there because I'm sure you've got points or questions. Well, uh, the one thing that I just wanted to kind of move into is- Time is up. Yeah, on. I've got to go. No, we, we, we do need to wrap it up here because um, it's getting to be that time. But to me, it's that is the answer. And the other thing I just want to make sure we point out is how do you tell if something is false or if something is truth? And to me, there's only one way to really know that. And we can't see into anybody's hearts. We just can't do it. As a matter of fact, Jeremiah is very clear. The heart is deceitful above all things. I mean, just that one scripture alone should tell you and tell me that there's so much deception that even in our hearts, we can't even know it. Like how, how can we, the only way to do it is through God. God is the only one who can see into our hearts and know our motives and our, and the trueness of who we are and what we're about and why he created us. And so we, we really do need to trust in God with all of our hearts. As Proverbs three, five says, trust in God with all of your hearts and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge God, and he will direct your paths. That is the only way that I know of to be able to overcome the false, to see beyond the false. Because when you see beyond the false and you look towards, and you look to God, you look to Jesus as the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. Did you get that? The way, the truth, not deception, and the life then we can actually see beyond the false. That is the only way that GJ and I, uh, as we come to each week, can look at these things and say, what could be beyond this? What is beyond this? 
Lord, give us the wisdom to be able to understand it, to share it. And we may be wrong on some things. We're not saying we're right all the time. Whoa. I know, but we're not. And only you can see beyond the false to understand what I'm saying, the either listening. We want to bring to you the truth. And so that's why we point you to Jesus, because he is the truth. That is the only way. And so I was thinking this past week too, GJ, about how mankind, man, woman, those that have been created by God have been trying to become like God ever since the fall of Adam and Eve. And you mentioned the other day that there are other gods that information actually can be a God or information is a way that we can try to be like God. The more we know, the more we think we are God himself. So how do we get beyond that? How do we recognize who Jesus is and what what we need from him and what we need to do for him? And then close us out in prayer. Well, believe me, and, and going back to you, we don't have all the answers and some of the things we're we're just pointing out the signposts. And sometimes they're right on point so to me, it's being aware. So one is being aware. And then sometimes like, and I see this with people and I, you, you just articulate it. People like they, they don't want to look at it out of fear or, you know, I don't have any control of it. You're right. You don't, but God wants you to be aware. God wants you to be ready. God wants you to be ready to go to heaven. And all this other stuff really doesn't matter. But for me, I had, it, it's a process. It's a complete process. And even when you think you've got it nailed, then there's something else. Number one is take an inventory. What can you lay down? You know, and a lot of times that's easy. People know exactly, I need to lay that down. They just don't want to, or this it's too hard. Like right now, I'm in a 21-day fast. I'm eliminating sugar. First 24 hours, that was a piece of cake. Cake sounds good right now. <laughs> and why am I doing that? So I can be... Lay something down. And then I, I also want to be, I choose to be healthier because I feel like where God is going to elevate me and take me, I need to be healthy and, and what are the things that I'm able to do? So number one, take inventory. And sometimes working out is a idolatry, trying to be a little God. And I'm all about working out. I haven't done it in a while. I used to be in great shape. Now I'm at eh. Journey could outrun me right now, by the way. <laughs> so take an inventory and then what can you lay down and then what are you doing to be closer to god and i can tell you this if you want to be in, in true anointed purpose you have to start leaning into jesus and uh some people say hey i don't need jesus if you're on here listening or watching you're you, that tells me otherwise because you're here because jesus prompted you to be here regardless of your reason and to me, you have to do those things if you want to be in true purpose. And God wants you to be in the purpose that he designed and created us for so that we can have an impactful life to be inspired, to be elevated, and to be empowered through him. And when you start to do that, the discernment starts to happen. The wisdom starts to elevate. It is a process. And the more I see that in my own life, the more I what can I check myself on? What can I lay down? And then how can I lean in to having more of that? And that's what God wants. But again, we don't have it all figured out. I just know there's only one way to Jesus. And you're going to tell us how. That's right. Did you like that transition? Did you like that transition? That was wonderful. <laughs>
I'm starting to act like Dan Crystal. <laughs> it says in the scripture, Proverbs 16, 16, how much better to get wisdom than gold and good judgment than silver. And it became clear to me many, many years ago that Jesus is wisdom. He is wisdom. And when Solomon back in the, I don't have time to go into all that, but when Solomon asked for wisdom, he was truly asking for Jesus to guide him. So the only way that we can really see beyond the false, the only way that we can not be, the potential of not being deceived is if we keep our eyes focused on the truth, capital T, that's Jesus. We want to introduce, introduce you to him today. If you want to reach out to God and say, I need you to forgive me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and make me new. Help me understand what's true and what's false. Know what's good and what's evil and run to you with all I've got and let other people know that you are the only way, the truth, and the life. That's through Jesus. And you want that today? Say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, we know and we believe that you are the Son of God that came to take away our sin by dying on a cross to, to, be, to suffer, to be executed, to take on the sin of the entire world so that we could have a way to get to God the Father, to reestablish that relationship with him and with you. So Lord, we believe in you. We know that you are the Son of God that came to take away our sin. We trust you. We believe that you also raised from the dead and that you are now with the Father in heaven. And we trust and know that you've got our best interest at heart. This world doesn't have it. You have it. So Lord, today we, we trust in you. We give our lives to you. And we ask you to come and live with us and teach us and guide us and show us the truth, the right way to live so that we can be with you in relationship forever. We thank you for it, Jesus, for what you just did for many, many lives that are out there that could be praying that prayer over the next coming weeks. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you do that so much with so much more eloquency than I do. So props to you. <laughs> you got a good voice, Mr. KC, GJ KC. Guys, we love you. We'll see you next week. If we don't see you next week here, then you can go to endtimes.chat, endtimes.chat. Or if we go to heaven, we pray we see you there. <laughs> God bless you guys. We love you. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, Proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.